0: I'm gonna fuck this shit up. Welcome to another episode of the Tech That Doesn't Bite cast. Woo! My name is Jeff Worden, and with me, as always, my friend, my colleague, my comrade at arms Simon C. Woo! Hello, everybody. Try to contain your enthusiasm, sir. If you don't mind, we'd appreciate that
1: yes and hopefully (laughs) i sound
0: much better than i
1: did last week
0: yes yes that is entirely true yeah we did have a couple of tech issues and whatnot my fault uh, fault.
1: fault. it's all
0: good it's all good it happens to the best of us sometimes microphones will play tricks on each other Mm -hmm. and ourselves and you know they like us like making us look goofy so i totally get that so don't don't worry about it It happens to the best of us like
1: i said so it's all good no it shouldn't happen to us we are Tech that doesn't bite, and then we <laughs> bit ourselves with that, you know. We're trained professionals, <laughs> no, we're trained professionals, and even it, it happens to us, man. No, no, no we are tra- trained professional, we were paid to do this years right. ago. You know, that's true. That's true. We used to configure this
0: sort of thing, and yeah, I, I don't know what yeah. the hell happened, anyways. Uh, yeah, same like, here, We gotta so. resolve this job. We figured it out. Mm-hmm. Little tech cleanup and I figured it out. That's all yeah. good. So that sound good. good. You sound good, it sound rocking, right. sound Better as clear as week. ever.
1: Better, was that? better
0: than last week better than last week definitely clear as mud you're all set i wouldn't worry about okay. it there's mud
1: I, I, I'll, take don't worry about I'll, it. I'll take i'll take that for now clear as mud right
0: on right on all right well we got a bunch of story you today simon why don't you start us off with uh with the top story here
1: your first story yeah which the, is going to be just so biased i'm sure in what you're going to talk about yeah that. biased yeah. yes well you know what that in the tech world that was an event okay so true it's, uh, we're talking about the Apple Spring Loaded event now. The, from all the rumors that I've read, I thought it would be a pretty small event, just you know, announcing maybe one product and maybe some services. But they actually announced a lot of stuff that I did there not was see. a lot of stuff.
0: I I I saw a clip of it. It's 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 a that was a lot of lot of stuff. And as I, I was confessing to you earlier about this, I'm like, maybe I'll buy an iMac.
1: But yeah, yeah like, we'll we'll see we'll see about that. I mean, all hell just broke <laughs> loose when I just heard him say that. Right, I know you heard like, some what, hell, like <laughs> some part of
0: hell froze over. I mean, my God, right?
1: So <laughs> let's go through what they announced. Right you now, uh, mostly the product stuff. Um, they also announced stuff with you know the podcast subscription that you could um, basically. It's a program you enroll from what I read. Mm-hmm. Is that creators like ourselves could initially charge like a subscription program?
0: Ooh, I could do that.
1: But it, not, not anytime soon, not anytime soon for us. I mean, we're, we're us, not, yeah. we're not doing that uh, because it's also a program that we have to enroll as well.
0: Oh, well, okay. There's yeah. that too. There's,
1: well, if, if you're too. a podcast creator, you might've got an email about it yesterday, which we did. Oh, that's right. We did. That's we right. We get an email. So that, that was the thing, but you know, they also did like, you know, with the Apple card, you can now have like family members using it. Mm-hmm. So kind of like a share. You could share your, your ability to your family members to use your credit, your Apple card, you know, right. set, uh, spending limits. So that was like the first few things, like right off the bat, you know, they want to get rid of like the easy stuff first. And then they, they moved on to like the, the bigger stuff. So first one we're going to talk about is let's move to the iPhone. Not a big thing. It, all they did was just introduce a brand new color purple. Cause spring is purple. Right, Apple but world, I'm, I I'm surprised they
0: never they never came up with that color sooner. That's kind of surprising to me, but you know,
1: yeah. so um, that was just it. Nothing, nothing changed. No major changes. Just right. Just an addition of a new color for Apple for yeah. the iPhone 12. Now here's the kicker, right here. AirTags. Mm. So this is kind of like this is a brand new technology. Tile. There's a company called Tile that also making their own. It's basically little tracking devices that. You can place it to, you know, your items for, for example, your keys, your laptop, your back anything. In case you lose your marbles. Yeah. Your marbles, you know, <laughs> I don't know if it's worth buying it for your marbles.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> but it's basically. <laughs> just little, keep your marbles lost.
1: It's basically a little like, you know, round shaped tracking device that you can place it anywhere you like. And it starts off. At twenty nine dollars, but we're gonna take a look at what you can do. So you know, it gives you you could use their basically their five. They call it Find My, but that's basically to track devices that's associated with your iCloud account. You know, right. you it used to be it used to be called Find My Friends too, so friends could share their locations or your family members. So they basically. Yeah, I think, I think them the one of on. like having some
0: weird stalker issues, so I think they stopped that part of it, or or did they not do that? I. I, I remember there was some blurb about how people could you could stalk people that way, and I'm like, yeah, that was problematic. I thought, but no, I don't. I don't know how you stalk people that way. I, I don't. I well, mean, if, if you can pinpoint somebody's location with somebody that with with that, but that's only
1: if them. they 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 enable that feature on their own. True, true. I think uh, that, I think
0: that might be part of the problem
1: is that they they allowed like
0: possible public access or something.
1: But it, you know, because there's way for you to control your location. Like, oh, I don't right. want to share this location with my friends or anything. Like, right. people don't know how to do that then. <laughs> yeah, people can't do it. Anymore. I have like no privacy understanding whatsoever. Yeah. Anyway, it's so a I'm sorry. it's a it's a device that you can basically use your iPhone. And the cool thing about it is, if you have an iPhone 11 or the iPhone 12, they have this thing called precision finding. Basically, it, it helps you locate. Gives you this little nice little display on your phone, like saying, you know, hey, you're getting close. Your keys are right there. You know, or your backpack is right there, but you have to have an iPhone 11 or above because it has that ultra wideband technology. You okay. One okay. chip or something like that. Something like that. That's what I remember. Right. Gotcha. And so that what it looks like. You place in a key and, you know, when it's lost, you can find things. It'll give you like a location, you know, privacy is built in. It's easy to pair it, just like it's pretty much if you if you ever paired an AirPod, mm-hmm. it's gonna it's just look exactly like that, one tap setup, and I believe the battery I don't know what battery does it's it's a it's a user replaceable battery. There's probably a button. I would imagine it's probably a
0: button battery or something like that. big it's something something small and circular would
1: almost make a lot of sense yeah sure it's, it's easily replaced it's easy to replace i don't know what battery uses. it uses like those you know the little small silver batteries like you would find in you know your car keys you know for your alarm or something like that you know i don't know so i don't know I, this part here i'm just a little fishy is you can't easily replace what does that mean like i just remove it and replace it or in apple's Way of say easy to replace, take it to them, and they replace it. You know? Right? Yeah, so, that, they're, they're always about. <laughs> so to, I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
0: they're they're always about not being able to pop their stuff open real yeah. easily, or or if you do so, it avoids the warranty or that kind of thing. Exactly. So, yeah, so, I'm, a
1: little, so I'm a little, iffy about that, but do, it does seem a bit sus as the as the kids yeah. say. So yeah, it's very not Apple like.
0: <laughs> I'll go with that. No, yeah. I'll go with that. I, I now I can't read the screen on this. What what is the range on on one of these devices? Does it give that kind of information?
1: I don't know. It did, didn't really give me that information.
0: Me because see. I noticed in the pictures here, as you scroll down, there was a one of a map. So it kind of made me wonder if it's just within like a thousand feet or if it actually goes up to a thousand miles or maybe not that far. But I was kind of curious as to whether there was like a, an actual distance that it would
1: cover. It probably is. I mean, maybe when they released their support documents for this product. Right. See, right there, yeah. the, that looks like a map if I'm seeing that right. That's... Uh, I think that's more like if it's... If it's out of range. But, oh, okay. You know, but it's if it's out of range, but then you'll still know that it's... See, I, I don't know. I mean... Okay. The only way to know is to actually try it out and read the documents. So how much will it cost you? Well, $1,000. dollars I know I thought it would be like something 100 something. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's Apple. Of course it's $1,000. Yeah. What are you thinking? Look, I've never seen anything from Apple... New that's priced 30 bucks. New no, no. I've never seen it. So
0: although how, how much of the are like the key fobs you can order with it or for it? does, does, it, does it does it offer that option to up uh, there
1: as well? Is so it just the it's those just the, a, like... just the tag? So all oh, the, just the all tag itself. Or okay. like the accessories. Right, right. So those are separate? Those are separate costs. So one pack is $29. If right. you want four pack, it's 99 bucks. Uh, buy three get one free like your tires kind of and you know they <laughs> they have all these different accessories you could buy from you know belkin i think belkin even had some too, just released. so you know just to use your air tag but if you guys can wait i'll say just wait and then you know eventually third-party stuff from amazon will start popping up mm. that's so- true It'll be probably, cheaper. probably,
0: probably cheaper than what, what they're, they're offering but mm-hmm.
1: for some reason I kept thinking like the accessories were
0: actually costing more than the, uh, than the, uh, the air tag itself, which they I thought might was cost similar. around the same. Yeah. Uh, or I heard it's like $35 for one of the key fobs. I'm like, what
1: really? I'm like, like no, no. I was like, no. and I was like yeah. oh, I'll wait for third party stuff to, right. to roll right. out. Yeah. I Yeah.
0: I'm yeah. sure we'll find a foreign country that'll do it for pennies on the dollar. No problem.
1: <laughs> so that is the air tag. You know, a simple iPad. way for you to track your stuff if you're someone that forget. Well, we'll definitely have to on. have
0: to do a review on that, I think, for sure. We'll definitely have ah, to maybe
1: that. we don't know. We don't think so. know yet. We don't That'd know. So good. the next one is this guy right here, mm. the iMac. i I have always personally been kind
0: of doused with iMacs or or at least Macintosh machines that don't have like the big clunky uh desktop attachment to it. The right. fact that the computer is inside the screen always blew my mind. And I just, this is mega cool in and of itself.
1: Yeah, it's a lot thinner than the previous generations. Starts right. off as a 24-inch screen, whereas the previous generations uh, start off with a 21.5-inch screen size. Mm-hmm. And this time you get a variety of colors you can pick. And also, if you look in the back it's re- it's much thinner than the previous generation. The previous generation iMac didn't really get a big design change. Right. You know, It'll still look exactly... Right. I mean, gosh, that, that design was pretty... I think the last time they really designed was in 2012. I believe that. Yeah. I believe that. So, you know, depending what color you want, you know, you're going to have, you know, different color in the back and you know it's not only it's very thin and it's using the m1 processor mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which that's is, that's, really,
0: that's really the big innovation right there is the that's chip a that's, a, so, that's, a, that's a big one right there yeah, it's a
1: four it's 24 inch 4.5 k <laughs> okay 4.5 k yeah. right whatever you want to call it, it
0: it's, it's it's a massive massive display the Chip's supposed to be very, very strong. I'm curious to see uh benchmarks come out for that. If they haven't done that already, that's that's what I really want to see. Are, are, are like benchmarks on, on, on the chip itself. That's so
1: really it comes with an eight-core uh, M1 chip. I believe the higher M model, the mid-tier and the high tier, they have a eight-core GPU, whereas the bottom tier, the the very base standard one, has a seven-core GPU. Hmm. So you're missing okay. a core, right? No. Uh, up to 16 gigs of unified memory. So it starts off as eight, but if you right. want to upgrade that, you know, fork out some money. Right, you know, right. Up to two terabytes of storage. Nice. Again, <laughs> depending on yeah. how much you want to pay for it. <laughs> for the- Well, yeah, I
0: know. If you got to pay for it, you got to pay for it. I mean, I, mm. what
1: the, like their base model
0: was like, what, 256 gigs? 256
1: uh, the, gigs, yeah. Right, which, which is off.
0: not a lot. Depending on what your purposes are, it's not a lot. I mean, for me, it wouldn't be a lot. I play a lot of games, so I would need that space. I mean, so I would need a lot of space. So the two. Well, I game. don't know, man. I mean, you're buying a Mac. And they're not known for gaming. I, well, that's true. <laughs> oh, but so. if I were to use it that way, yeah. if, we're, if or if I had that that option, that's I'd be going for the one to two terabyte option myself, and the eight core, as well as you know the 16 gigs of RAM. And I mean, I'd be really ramping it up in terms of
1: resources. So I wouldn't have to
0: buy another one for a while. So... so.
1: They also now oh, for for finally for 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 God's sakes, finally for freaking sake yeah, yeah. 1080p FaceTime HD camera front facing camera for years their laptop and their desktop front facing camera has been total crap nice okay so at least they're finally doing something you know That's finally cool. they're making it better and hopefully it will deliver but for years their front facing <laughs> camera on their their computer has been total crap. Nice. All right. Well, good. I'm glad that there's a massive improvement to that. That's good. Keyboard with touch ID. So they have the new magic keyboard with touch ID. Mm-hmm. I believe you get that in either. I think the mid model or the high end model, not the base okay. standard one. Huh? Okay. So starts off as 1299. Okay. So 1499 with the, that's the mid tier. Right. Right. And 1699 is starting off with a 512 gigabyte of SSD model. Again, you keep going higher. If you want to upgrade it to more storage and more RAM, right if you guys on. are doing video editing, definitely get another six, get another eight gigs of RAM. Yeah, sixteen in total. <laughs> Not that we know anything about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So right here, the base model, see right there, you're missing one core of the GPU. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that is the new iMac and the cool thing about the iMac is, is that you know in the back if you noticed oh man if I could get some good pictures right there so depending which model you get so you get the base model you only to get two thunderbolt usb4 ports okay Whereas, now,
0: now humor me what is the thunderbolt port because I, I have not heard that term before personally it's I'm wondering what that is
1: it's, it's well a- apple had their own thing called thunderbolt okay it's like you know it was like their own kind of their own you know port, like kind of like USB. Got it, got it. Okay. Oh, but you know, later on it evolved, so they call it Thunderbolt 3, but technically it's it's like a combination of USB C and their own Apple stuff, Thunderbolt. All right. But gotcha. then you could you could you could plug in USB-C devices in a Thunderbolt port. Oh Thunderbolt okay. USB 4. That's okay. why they have you know, Thunderbolt slash USB 4, and then you got USB 3, those are USB C type USB USB ports. All right. So Understood, no, those right. those old version USB A's are not there anymore. Okay. Okay. So you're you will if you're gonna connect other other devices like your old USB 3.0 flash drives or SD car, you will need to buy a dongle or a hub. Okay, all right. Know, dongle life. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That is honestly just gotta be the goofiest name they could have come up with for a peripheral, but that you know, whatever about that. But
1: so you can either get the magic keyboard with Touch ID, the higher end models, along with the magic mouse. I think you have to pay extra for the magic trackpad, so I believe you have to pay extra for that. And the cool thing is, I thought they got they technically did get rid of the Ethernet slot. But here's right. what they did, right? In their charger. Let's see if I could share this. I don't know if you guys can see this, uh, let me. Not anymore. <laughs> it's all right though. So their charger, their their connector now, it's it's a magnetic kind of like a mag the the old MagSafe mm-hmm. you know charger that we we were so accustomed to using our macbook pros so they're using a similar technology but in that it's basically okay i have this so think of it this is the the charger this is the cord right. Okay. right what they did was at the very end is the they built it they put in an ethernet slot right there in the adapter and okay. somehow yeah. it works alongside with the power cord. so somehow it transmitted the, the the data from your Ethernet right travels along the power
0: cord. That so, was actually pretty impressive. When I when I saw the demo for that, I'm like, oh, that's a that's a nice touch. That was a really nice touch to actually kind of keep it all away, so there's less clutter and wires and all that that actually go into the machine itself. That that's pretty slick. Yeah,
1: that was, pretty, that was slick. pretty slick. And I thought like, oh, they they're getting rid of the Ethernet, but I was thinking like,
0: in my mind's like,
1: that's kind of dumb. It's a desktop, you know, not yeah. everyone. It, it, given that it's a desktop, like not everyone's going to use Wi-Fi. Right. Know? So right. So I was kind of surprised with it. I was like, Oh, you want Ethernet? There it is, but it's on exactly. the adapter now. Yeah, that was pretty slick. That was pretty slick. And you know, if you guys don't want to use the Ethernet slot in that power adapter, you can always buy like a USB-C to Ethernet adapter. Mm-hmm. That'll work too. But that is the iMac. It also has you no know, spatial audio. You know, fancy sound and <laughs> good well, sound. No, I
0: mean, it it has good sound. I I don't know about the mic or anything like that or how how it looked. But I mean, just just from kind of skimming the demo on it, it actually looked. I mean, they looked like they really kind of up you know really upped the sound on it. I guess we'd have to see or see how other people you know, uh, review it and so forth to kind of get a better feel about that. But I, I'm not going to lie, the, looking at this product demo just uh, visually. And the fact that it's you know that pretty much everything is inside the monitor, like I said, it always just kind of blew mm-hmm. my mind that they did it that way. Uh, this has actually got some really good good perks on it, so I hope it definitely lives up to the hype and it's a
1: really fast machine. I have a lot of hopes on that M1 processor chip. That that's the big oh, one yeah. I really want to see. I mean, M1, that's the one it, I
0: really want to see.
1: It's uh, it's becoming the future, man, and the Apple future. Yeah, so. the Apple future. If you're
0: gonna go with their 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 stuff, you got to be Apple. No, I totally yeah. get
1: that. So, speaking so, of M1, they're continuing to implement that. Not just on their computers, but also on their iPad Pro, the new iPad Pro, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. The new iPad Pro is going to be using also the M1 chip.
0: Yes. yes, yes,
1: yes. So this is for you creatives out there, you know, you want the very best, you know, then the iPad Pro is going to be the one for you. And if you want like the super, super display, because Apple sells their own, you know, their own display that has like a thousand nits or something. Like that. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> you know, like good color, very good color, you know, especially it helps a lot. That same feature that in that, you know, I don't know how much that display costs, but that display, basically that same feature that it has on that display, the higher display that Apple sells, they put it in the, 12.9 inch iPad Pro. Hmm. So if you are editing video on that particular display, and then let's say you're gonna you're gonna bring it to your iPad. Right. And the the coloring will be exact same. All right. All right. We'll see and how
0: that goes. Very cool.
1: So using the M1 processor. And finally, smart move apple, you start off your capacity level at 128 gigs before oh. it was 64. For an iPad Pro for 64 gig, that's that's ridiculous. It's a Pro, you know.
0: It's <laughs> Pro, come double, on.
1: The Pro's supposed to double stuff, right, right? Yeah, All right. It's like <laughs> Pro means we're going to do a lot more Pro stuff. We need more room. Okay, we'll give you 64 gig starting out. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, nice. this is what we- so, Bravo Apple, hopefully in future product, 128 will be your standard. But probably in 2020, 20, 2030, you'll do that, but... But you know, you could, you go. This is the, I think, believe this is the first iPad that can you could customize the capacity level to two terabytes. Ooh, dang, two terabytes.
0: Dang, wow, that's dang, that's a lot.
1: That's a lot, right? (laughs) For
0: for an iPad, I mean, that's really a lot, especially if it allows you to start at 128 gigs, but going to two terabytes is insane.
1: Now, if you also on the chip, It's an M1. Right. So if you get the 128, 256 gig, or 512 gigabyte uh, iPad Pro, it comes with 8 gigs of RAM. Now, if you go with it with 1 terabyte or 2 terabyte, it comes with 16 gigs. It makes sense. You got a lot more space, a lot more things you need to process. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. And they have new cameras. And I think one of the things they they featured is that... um, Let me see if I can find it. It's that... What do they call it? It's very gimmicky, what do they call it? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll, this one also has 5G now. Oh, very cool. No, but I think you have to... I think it's $200 extra, but i seen, like, carriers... There are some good deals with carriers. Okay. I'm going to say that good deals. It's more like, you know... <laughs> Use your service with it. whatever you got, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty much... We'll give you $200 back... You sign up a plan with us, but then you don't cancel for twelve months or Right, someday, probably right? yeah, for a year or, two or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So but I don't know if that's a good deal a or not. So. Yeah.
0: Jeez. Yeah,
1: what? Where is that's that cool. camera? So it's like it's supposed to have this front-facing camera that when you're recording, you know, if you're doing like a see cameras, you'll want to turn your video on for this so ultra-wide camera center stage. That's what they are called
0: center stage okay
1: okay yeah center stage the all-new center stage uses the ultra wide camera machine learning to change the way you participate in videos as you move around it automatically pans to keep you center in the frame oh, so well, that's interesting. it automatically moves when you're moving huh
0: boy that'd be real nice if i'm sitting here at my desk and would not keep moving around yourself. so often. just have it yeah. center My sorry but while well, i'm talking to you that's cool. and this is
1: great if you know if you're doing like a video that you know requires you to maybe go to different places like you're showing a product you're going from one table to another and it just right. follows you along holy crap sure. that's awesome yeah yeah nothing i enjoy more than having my
0: ipad watch and follow my every move i like that plan
1: yeah <laughs> that's okay see you
0: see the replay what, you're allowing it yeah no i see that that's pretty cool that was pretty cool
1: yeah hmm. it uses machine learning oh man <laughs> it's, uh, Okay, so I Skynet you're is learning you're your very, You're very excited about this. <laughs> so Skynet's learning our movements right now. Yes, <laughs> it is. Yes, it is. So you got pro cameras. You got a 12 megapixel wide camera and a 10 megapixel ultra wide camera. And all this on a tablet, man. Yeah, that's slick. I like that. That is mighty, yeah, mighty cool. So, so this, and also has uh, Thunderbolt. Right. So this is the iPad that uses USB-C. Okay, you know, all the other iPads are lightning. So you could plug in a a Thunderbolt external drive or possibly okay. a USB-C. I think okay. maybe, you know. And then there you could use their new Magic Keyboard mm-hmm. and their Pencil. And the starting price for the iPad Pro starts at 799 now that's not bad i mean it's not bad for the 11 inch if you want the 12.9 that's a thousand right
0: right yeah see that see that sounds a little more in line with uh yeah but given like all the ups and extra bells and whistles and and the added capacity yeah you know a thousand dollars i could see that but that's that's still pretty expensive for you know for a tablet device i mean unless you use it an awful lot i could see that but just my take on it but yeah dang that's that's a that's cool, though. Those are some really cool features. If you're into iPads, yeah, this is definitely a, a nice uh, nice change. I mean,
1: I, I want that center stage function. Ah, okay. <laughs> it's pretty I, useful when, when for you know for us to do videos. True. It would no. be. I, I completely agree with it's that. It's not like we have people helping us with cameras. <laughs> <You> know? Yeah, <laughs> right? I know, right. Okay. I hope,
0: hope like an earthquake
1: doesn't hit some my monitor shakes or something. Yeah. It's, uh...
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> it's not like we have someone behind our, our cameras moving it for us. We're doing it ourselves. Yeah, we you know, do it ourselves. Yeah. We don't want strange people in our house. No, it's <laughs> because we can't afford them. Oh, well, oh, right, right. Yeah,
0: we can't afford that. <laughs> That's either, another yeah. thing. Okay. Right. Yeah. So maybe through the through the Apple uh, podcast subscription thing, we sign off for that. Eventually, we maybe we can afford a camera guy or two. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. Or we just buy the iPad Pro. Don't have to worry about and it. I just do it our damn selves. That's one time deal. One time <laughs> payment and we're done. You know? There you go. <laughs> right. It'd be it'd probably be a lot cheaper over the long run. right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> And the final product we want to talk about is the brand new Apple TV 4K. Mm-hmm. So it now has the, uses A12 processor. Uh, it has, um, you could, you know, a couple of other things. I didn't really look into this because I, I, you know, I have an Apple TV. and you, You're I, too busy getting excited about center stage. I totally get that. No, like the other stuff more appealing to <laughs> me because, I don't know, Apple TV only works if you buy a lot of stuff you know yeah already in the apple store but i feel like there are other streaming device streaming media devices that are much better and cheaper than right again with right. apple tv i remember when you and i honest, talked yeah
0: yeah when you and i talked about the different devices that were out there yeah this this was definitely more in the higher end mm-hmm. of stuff and, and i think like you mentioned if you buy a lot of apple products if that's if apple is your thing if you're a fanboy fangirl yeah this this would be a big deal for you but I think on average, probably not so much, but yeah. obviously they made some really interesting innovations here that much. I know what I, I yeah. kind of skimmed through it. They, they right.
1: redesigned the control, the remote, because right. right. that previous remote is utter crap. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> it is. All, right? And all just, right. No, no, no. I, I believe that. I, I totally believe and, that. And you know, I, I have a lot of Apple products and I don't even use Apple TV. I oh. use a Roku. I like that better. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just like the Roku much better, but if you guys are, you know, looking to upgrade your Apple TV, the design looks the same but they just upgraded the internals and then I believe you know other things as well. You could definitely look into that. As you can see, I'm not a big fan of the Apple TV to begin with. So, <laughs> but if you are, that is No, if you're cool. into it,
0: yeah. I think that there was one feature that I talked about for the, for the TV itself was uh, the color
1: adjustment that you could do with your iPhone. Ah, you see that's not ex- that's not an exclusive feature for this Apple TV. Apparently, if oh, your iPhone's not. running iOS um the iOS 4.5 which is coming out soon. Okay. Let me look for that article. There's an article about it. Oh, you found it. No, oh, you did. No, I'm not finding <laughs> it, but it's basically <laughs> It will allow you to also do the color balance, you know, on a, yep, there we go. Let me share that screen. This is from Mac Rumor. So Apple TV's new iPhone-based color balance feature coming to 2015 and newer models. Oh, okay. So if you have a previous model, like mine's... My older one, the old the, the older four K one, you just upgrade to TVOS fourteen point five and iOS fourteen point
0: five.
1: Nice, okay. That feature will be there.
0: Cool. I was kind so, of intrigued by that particular feature, but I didn't know that was uh not exclusive to just the the new new setup there. So nope.
1: So that's pretty cool though. And uh, and I'm gonna try it out and make a video about it. See how how yeah. how how does it do. <laughs> everything is so out. green right anyways it's yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty much all the stuff that happened with apple and that's a lots lot of to, good uh, stuff that's a lot of stuff to take in and we we are going to test one of these products we're not going to tell you which one because we are going to get one of these products but that's we're going to keep a we suspense you know. but you guys can <laughs> probably guess which one looking at you know our production quality. <laughs> you, yeah. You can probably guess which one. I give,
0: give, give you four guesses and the first three don't count. Just... <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: So keep an eye out. Um, yep. A lot of the stuff you could pre-order at the end of this month, but they don't ship till like the second half of May. Yeah. So, but you up. know, if, if this guy gets a new Apple product, you know, <laughs> the <laughs> yeah, right. one that he's talking about, you know, we could probably test it out, dude. Do. <laughs> uh, we don't, don't have know. that
0: kind of money. Don't have that kind of money. But you know what? Like I said, it looks really cool. Yeah. I definitely want to see benchmarks and hey, how Never well say it never, right? Sure. So, sure. so <laughs> now, I, I, <laughs> sure, let's go with that. No, no, I, I, I like I said, I, I, Apple products are cool. They're insanely expensive, but they are very cool and they're very innovative. That's actually the one thing I will. Always give Apple the benefit of the doubt for, and generally they do tend to perform better than a lot of IBM or, or, or PC type machines. Mm-hmm. I get that, I, and, and I fully understand that. I and I'm I'm not, you know, I'm not going to get into the whole Apple versus Mac or you know, Apple versus PC thing. I mean, Apple I, it's, Mac. but right, <laughs> it's fighting Sorry.
1: themselves now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I I I get that Apple generally tends to be very superior, and God knows you pay for that. That and I think that's usually what stops me from from getting Apple products as a whole I have a couple but I assure you it, it, it's just you know like I have like an iPod for my car it's um, I don't get I don't have a, a an iPad I don't have an iMac or anything or anything anything remotely Macintosh otherwise. Um, I find for me, at least using, uh, um, Samsung windows PCs in general, it just works. It's very open. So I can cross between the, you know, a lot of these things very easily. I know you could do that with Apple as well, but the price tag is the other part that tends that generally tends to stop me, but not going to lie. The new iMac, very cool in its design, very slick, very fast priced pretty well i, I you know i'll give it that it's got a good price on it if you're willing to get the upper end stuff yeah it's a couple thousand i'm sure if you really kind of start playing with it but you know it it's cool so, but i'm I'm really curious to see where where the the m1 chip stacks against intel and, and uh all the other guys that are out there that's what i really want to see or are some benchmarks that's what i really really want to see yeah, yeah we'll see i mean when they come yep. out you know so yep, yep. there'll be people doing the tests oh yeah yeah we'll we'll be we'll be looking out for them for sure for sure
1: all right jeff what are the other news going on well they have absolutely
0: nothing to do with apple whatsoever so you're welcome on that everybody else <laughs> and <laughs> no okay so facebook we all use facebook whether you're using an apple machine or if you're using a, a pc and whatnot facebook um gets data breaches probably just like everybody else. Mm -hmm. Now, apparently what happened here was that a a data breach occurred apparently in 2019, according to their sources and in an internal email that was accidentally sent out or leaked out or whatever phrase you want to use for that. uh, Apparently these spin doctors are looking to downplay the importance of your privacy and the data breach that had occurred. I guess supposedly was this earlier this month. I was supposed to be a couple years ago um um and it th- th- was accidentally sent to this to a Belgian uh Belgium based news agency now according to the email itself facebook has suggested that it that it would expect more incidents like this and had planned on framing it as a normal industry issue as opposed to them having a an insecure system um along with this uh, the email suggested that the media attention would die down and thus it would limit discussions about the about the issue itself meaning they wouldn't have as many uh um Reports they would put out, they wouldn't be very transparent, is probably the best way to describe that, or they'd be less transparent about it. It's like, oh, it's not such a big deal, don't worry about it, kind of thing. Now, according to this, the data that was taken belonged to some 533 million people spread out over 106 countries. Now, as I mentioned before, Facebook says the data was old and that the data was actually scraped from publicly available information, which is possible, I suppose, if you, you know, if, if hackers are willing to do that. Now, the Belgian-based news agency, uh, Data News, they go by, uh, said, the memo, uh, said in the memo, uh, I, I'm sorry, let me back up here, a summary of the story based on the, this memo and other related stories to it, uh, they felt that the, quote, publications have offered more critical takes of Facebook's response, framing it as evasive, a deflection of blame, and an absence of an apology for the users impacted, end quote. So basically they're just saying, okay, Facebook is is not taking any kind of ownership to it. They're trying to play it down. They're trying to uh, just say that it's not such a big deal, as I mentioned before. Um, Now, later in this article, I was noted by an ethical hacker by the name of Inti Day... I think it's how you say his name, uh, had warned Facebook in 2017 that this sort of breach was possible and that the memo, quote, revealed what we have suspected for a long time, but now there it is in black and white. Facebook cares more about its reputation than informing its users, end quote. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why you keep your information as non-public as possible and remember always that Facebook does, Facebook does not give a damn about you or your privacy. And that's just my take on it. And, uh, yeah, so that's, that's really kind of the long and short of what that's about. It's like, uh, you know, it, it, uh, there's so much I could really say about, 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 the good and bad about Facebook and whatnot. If Facebook, you know, it is, is it, nobody ever really seems to understand that it's a marketing uh, tool. It is a data collection, uh honeypot for lack of a better term. They gather data about you and they sell this stuff to everybody and their brother. People are okay with it for the most part because they keep using Facebook. It's how you keep in touch with friends. It's how you share photos. It's how you have public groups and private groups and uh, and all that other good stuff. And I totally get that. I'm a I'm a prolific user of Facebook myself. I'll be the first to admit that. So, but I, I make it a point to understand what privacy is, so that when I list out, you know, things I like, things I I, I dislike, or or make comments on, and that sort of thing. That at least I try not to make them too public and whatnot, that only like my friends or my friends and friends will see, as opposed to having it publicly posted, like my profile picture as well as my 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 banner. To which, for those of you who are friends or follow me on my voiceover Facebook page probably saw that i actually had a russian counterpart try to make friends with you and whatnot although i didn't try to make friends with me on my personal profile which i was i was kind of saddened by that i didn't want to be friends with myself but you'll if it was noted that uh that my face got used my 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 voiceover face got used with a russian name saying you know hey this russian name wants to become friends with you Obvious, uh, a ploy that somebody was trying to scrape data and that sort of thing, and try to get in somewhere they could, ha- you know, possibly do further damage, if not to your Facebook page, to your machines in general. So that that's a big thing. And, I, and and as when I say about public data scraping, yeah, it's possible. I don't know what it takes. I can't imagine it's not possible. So if you're going to post stuff, my warning would be: keep it as non-public as you can. Keep it to friends only, or even to friends of friends. And just try to limit that kind of data so that they do get stuff it's not easy to get or definitely keep your phone number off it if nothing else but that was a yeah. big one that the hacker was going on about hey I was able to find this guy's phone number because you allowed it to happen and they didn't do anything about it so I'm done ranting about that part of it so it's, it's that's just my take on it yeah, it, yeah it's so- I mean I like Facebook but you know they, they, they could do a better job of protecting your data or actually you'll give a damn about your privacy
1: more of the story, watch your back. <laughs> yeah. Watch your back, back, be diligent. Watch your know. social
0: media backs. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if anything else, I mean, you definitely should do searches, do Google searches on yourself. Uh, you know, look at your Facebook page without being logged into Facebook. So you can actually see what gets posted out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've even told people, I said, look, I found this information because your information was public. I'm not even your friend. And I found this information. So you may not want this out there publicly. Maybe it's up to you. But if you're okay with it being public, it's up to you. Just know that it's public. Be vigilant about that. Yeah, that's all I got to say
1: about that. Definitely problem. agree. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right, let's go my, on to the
0: next story. My other story, Microsoft Outlook. Now, personally, I have used Microsoft Outlook in forever. But I, I, I kind of laughed. Actually, it's improved a lot. I, I would imagine it probably has. I mean, my my dad uses it, uh, which is great. But then he switched over to Gmail, which was probably better for him. But I, you know, I haven't used Outlook in a really, really long time. And the only time I have ever used it was actually in corporate settings. So, so I, I get this part of it. So, Microsoft Outlook has now added a feature that it can end all meetings early to give your brain a rest. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It, it still makes me laugh. I I, I can't help it. I, I'll, I'll go on to why in a sec here. So, okay. So Microsoft is updating Outlook to give companies the ability, the ability to automatically start or end all meetings early to ensure that employees have a break between back-to-back meetings. Uh, these new settings in Outlook are rolling out to help reduce the digital overload of working remotely, which is now apparently a fully customizable option. So what it means is that you could have Five minutes blocked off before or after a thirty-minute meeting, or gasp, a, a ten or fifteen-minute break after the hour-long meetings. Yeah, <laughs> you will part of my mild sarcasm there. <laughs> um, so, in, in short, the idea is that, in short, if you go to add a meeting. It'll default to one and a half hours instead of just the one hour like you usually see it. So apparently and apparently trying to adjust that is really difficult to do unless you go in and manually adjust the time, which is good I guess depending on how you look at it. if you need a you know if you're not a real techie individual you, you have that barrier of just not to be able to get in and, and fix it. Now, the question I had that I just kind of looked into this crossed my mind was like, okay, so why would Microsoft, of all people, care about whether their employees, your employees, their employees, or any employees have a break or not, right? Mm-hmm. Well, to my personal surprise, <clears throat> excuse me, to my personal surprise, Microsoft actually did some of its own research regarding digital overload due to remote working as a result of the pandemic, right? So Jared Sparetto, hopefully I said his name, or, Spar- or Spartaro Spataro, Jared Spataro, hope I said that right, corporate vice president of Microsoft 365 said this, <clears throat> quote, more remote work is challenging our well-being. Digital overload is real and something has to change, end quote. So Microsoft thinks this change in outlook can become a new way to think about meanings for many and promote well-being. Now, whether corporations enable and or uses feature, uh, you know, that's something else to be considered. So I really don't know, you know, I, I, like I said, I, I find it mildly comical that after decades of using Microsoft Outlook, that people will begin to, that corporations would begin to use uh, or implement this feature of, of 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 adding a buffer time if you will between meetings. Meeting this so, meeting right now. Click yeah, right yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, let let us now I'll give it 15 minutes we'll come back. You know, oh my god. Yeah, I I don't know. It, it's um I mean my my personal take is that a lot of companies aren't going to do this right but, but it's you know they yeah. generally they will insist that you the employee be as productive as possible when you are on company time. Uh, and if that, in, yeah. that entails back to back meetings
1: so be it. And right? also, you know, you working at home, you know, that's a, for them, that's a big privilege. Right. No. And, and that, that's always been the so culture. In, in it seems American like you're, you're it, you know, it seems like you'll be, you're asking too much now. If we could have right. these, if we could set up these, you know, you know, calendar breaks, you know, right, so right.
0: Like, right, right. Yeah. And, and the thing is, but I think it really kind of depends on the company's culture, that may, that may or may not allow this nature yeah, to happen true. or work. Um, see, it's sort of like if you work for an older institution, like a bank, as an example. Now, banks are all about about the money in the bottom line. They don't care about their employees. Don't kid yourself, they don't. Oh, we're a big family. Yeah, that, that's a load of crap. Um, they, they, they will more likely kind of go with the old school thinking of that when you are not working uh, on company time that you were stealing from them. And yes, there are companies that tend to, tend to think that if you're not working, if you're not being productive, you're really kind of stealing from them. And it it, it it's a really very abrasive policy. I always, I've always i always seen it as a very abrasive policy between the company and, and the employee. Yeah. Wouldn't inspire a lot of loyalty in my book. You kind of see it that way. But on the flip side of that, if you work for a, like a newer, a younger company, like you and I did for the web hosting company we did, um, then the employee's well being is actually more considered um, or or thought through them more so. I mean, you remember that 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 we actually had an Xbox in, in the break room and whatnot. I don't know if you ever had a chance to play uh,
1: whatnot. I think in your area you had an Xbox.
0: Right. Uh, I know. I know that's where you worked in the in the other building, so you may not have. We had, had a one. GameCube. Okay, so you had a GameCube. So at least you had something you could go into the break area, pop in a game. And just do whatever. You know, I I I played like the some, some racing game, uh, I forgot what it was called. Some racing game that the Xbox had. And you know, if, you know and I remember going next door once Yeah, right. I know. I remember going next door to like competing and playing uh Mario Brothers or whatever against some of my other coworkers workers just having a good time doing that. You know, but but that mattered to them, uh to the company at least that their employees would be happy. It was very much kind of the uh working towards the the proletariat paradise, yeah. if you want to think of it that way.
1: They used to have yoga classes or something. Yeah, they they used to do massage breaks and all that. Oh my God, I I forgot about
0: those. But the biggest one that always struck me about that place that I got, I wish more companies did this, was the 30-day sabbatical that you Mm. could earn after working there for three years. And what was really cool about it, until they changed this rule, excuse me, the really cool part about it, when you took your 30-day sabbatical, it did not Count against your your paid time off your PTO. You didn't have to rack up like thirty days of PTO to get this. That was above and beyond your two weeks of PTO or whatever you earned. I thought that was really cool. I'm like,
1: wow. I mean, I I I remember I I remember somebody who took their sabbatico, and then like a month later they came back and they quit their job. (laughs) Yeah, I believe it. I remember that. I was
0: like, oh, okay. I remember. I I would imagine that happens. I remember I took mine. Excuse me. I remember when I took mine. Um. I, I was ecstatic. I got to take it before they started insisting that you have paid that you have your PTO for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that was like the year after I took mine. But when I remember I, I took it, I remember I felt so much better. I was like, okay, I got out of work. I went to summer camp for my boy scout troop. And then I went on vacation for a week. And then I took a cruise another week for another week. I just, just, just goofed off for a week. Didn't do anything. Didn't even look at my corporate email. didn't care about anything. Mm -hmm. I had forgotten like what day and time it was kind of like the pandemic, but just for a week. It's just like, I didn't even care what time it was. It was like, yeah, what am I going to do today? Yeah. You know, I'll go play with my kids or something. I'll go, hang out with my wife and bug her about stuff. You know, work on something I hadn't had a chance to work Mm -hmm. on. It was nice. And when I got back to work, I was, I was feeling good about myself. I'm like, all right. I was energized. I was ready to go. And I'm like, do I really want to keep working here? (laughs) Yeah, kind of, you know, but, you know, but I was happy about it, you know, but but it was obvious that the company cared about their employees and their well-being. Yeah. I got a little more corporate after they got bought out, but you know, it, 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 that was to be expected, I suppose, but it was cool. I I liked it. And, you know, but it's a shame that more companies don't consider that as an option to treat their employees a little better. So they're not killing themselves by sitting at their desk all day. So,
1: (sighs) well, companies start implementing those those uh calendars we can only hope right i mean yeah you
0: you need the breaks from you know from 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 the work i mean there's a reason why there are mandated breaks by law that you have to take when you're at the job you know a 30 minute lunch or whatever for minimum six hours something like that hour long for eight hours and two 15 minute paid breaks or whatever well so that the the employee isn't killing himself Granted, when I was there, I never really took my fifteen minute breaks. What Whatnot, because usually yeah, I got I trapped. Yeah, it's like I got trapped on a phone call. Or I was just really into whatever I was doing, so it didn't bother me so much. But the lunch, oh yeah, I took the damn lunch and I counted every minute I did for, until I had to clock back in. Because yeah, the
1: fifteen minute stuff, I didn't take it because yeah, like I, I want to get the hell out of here. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I was like, I'm, pretty much, yeah. right, right. Now I think it's, not, race- it's not because we didn't like the jobs. The commute for us was a pain. Yeah, if ass. it
0: wasn't yeah, if it wasn't the commute, it was just like, okay, I'm done dealing with these customers, screw them all, man. Just okay, I need an hour, eat my lunch, and just relax, read a book, play, you know, a racing game on, on Xbook, Xbox, or whatever. And,
1: ah, just yeah. de stress. But yeah. Yeah, but you know, the whole work environment's gonna change now. Pretty much.
0: I, I would imagine, yeah. yeah I, it's gonna be really hard to stick with the old school way that things were done, because I think before the pandemic, you know, people wanted to work from home. Like, oh, I can be just as productive. You know, these companies are like, Oh no, you are, uh, you're not going to be that productive. You need to be here in the office, yada, yada, yada. And I get that. You know, I, I absolutely get that. And I feel as a general rule, maybe this is just my old school way to think is that if you are at the job, you are going to be more productive theoretically, just because you're there. Mm-hmm. You can't get distracted by your kids or your dog or whatever when you're at home. But if you're at the job, You know, you're there for the eight hours plus whatever your commute time is. So you're off that grid of being distracted or doing it ever.
1: Yeah. Now, I mean, but again, things change.
0: Oh yeah. No, and this, this has definitely made that impact. I mean, this pandemic has certainly shown that you're perfectly capable of working from home now, Mm -hmm. you know, it is absolutely possible. Are you as productive when you're at home than you are at the office? I don't have any numbers for that. Maybe you know, maybe
1: you are, fired you are. Yet, then you are. Well, you're right. You haven't
0: been fired. You're doing it right. Yeah. You know, you're, you're meeting your deadlines. You're, you're being as productive as the company would mandate. That, that's a fair statement. You work at a call center like I did. There are numbers you essentially have to be. There are metrics that have to be met. Um, and for the most part, that's easy enough to do. I think no matter where you are, because if you're taking your phone calls, you're doing your chats, you hit a certain number of those, you hit that metric, you're being productive enough per the company policy. That's fine. And I was able to do that about uh, three days a week, two, three days a week, uh, working from my home. Um, and then having to drive into work the other two days. I love doing that. That was really great. The only part that sucked when I was at home is I had to you know wake up at five 30 and turn the machine on me, make sure I'm in by 6am. Now we have those my... calendars. I, you know what? You're right. Yeah. I just put a calendar. <laughs> in there. If you yeah. have Those yeah. calendars, man.
1: Exactly. Right. Oh my yeah. God. So but yeah, hopefully, know. you know Hopefully, Microsoft, your experiment will work.
0: I, I agree. I, I, I think it just again it depends on, on the company culture. I think it's really going to be the biggest factor as to whether they really want to implement that. If if really their employees matter that much to them, or they see them more as a very highly replaceable cog in the machinery that earns profit for them for the company itself, if not for, for the executive for the company overall and their shareholders. And that's kind of the big thing in and of itself, is that every employee is is a cog they are easily replaceable um so if you're not you know being as productive as you need to be you know you're out regardless of where and and the pandemic has shown that it's possible to work from home but how productive are you so i'm kind of curious to kind of see what kind of production numbers are out there you know, pre post and or pre during and post pandemic to kind of see where where things got to go all that it'd be it'd be interesting it'd be interesting I agree, and maybe man. maybe these 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 meeting breaks by Outlook will change the world. Yeah, who am I kidding? I I doubt it. But we'll, yeah, <laughs> we'll Big, see. Fingers crossed. We'll we'll yeah. see how that goes. We'll right, see how that goes. We'll see that how that goes. Yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us for another live cast of the tech that does a bite cast. I'm Jeff Worden. With me is Simon C. Now he's on this side over here. Yeah. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, please feel free to visit our website tech that doesn't bite.com we try to update weekly wherever we can and uh we also have a youtube channel uh please like and subscribe to us so yeah your your likes and subscriptions validate us and uh how many subscribers are we up to now simon roughly 505 five Five. the big 500 guys we have 500 subscribers Thank you. We want to. Yeah. to we, appreciate, we appreciate that <laughs> It's as well as your to validation. Us, right? yeah. <laughs> you validate us every day. Thank you so much. Yeah. No, yeah, but that. seriously, thank you very much. We really. And appreciate if
1: you're on listening podcast, you know, thank you. you know, leave a, a review on the favorite podcasting app they're using. Yep, it's great and beneficial. And more episodes will be coming. More videos will be coming. Please be patient. And
0: if you, and if you do have a podcast service that we are not on, let us know. We will gladly make it a point to subscribe and beat up whoever grandmother we got to do to get on there. I mean uh bribe no that's I just can't get that right, can I? We we'll, we'll make it a point to get on there. There we yeah.
1: go. All right everybody, until <laughs> next time. Until next, next time. Bye. Cool.
0: Bye.